Week two is in the books. Hell and yeah. Manchester City has not looked better. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. We, we're doing soccer. Are there? We always uh, start with soccer. Uh, one. See ya. Just kidding. We're going to start with basketball. Ah, you thought I was going to say football. Uh, if you want, I'll go get Dom real quick, and you guys can do a quick, like, five-minute powwow on soccer. That's all right. <laughs> um, actually, I want to start with baseball, because oh. I don't know what the hell is going on in baseball. I like baseball. I feel like you have a little more understanding of what's going on. I know the Dodgers clinched for their eighth straight division title. 12, Pretty much everybody. The 12th straight everything. division title? So, uh, it was uh, a crazy number. Screw the Dodgers. Mookie Bats come back to the Red Sox. Um... What's going on in baseball? The so Yankees are good again. I would like to say, though, the Dodgers are the Patriots of baseball, where they win their division because of their division, not because of them necessarily. Well, the Padres are good. This year. Um, I feel like the Diamondbacks are always kind of good, and the Rockies have a few good years. Yeah, I was thinking of the teams that you're talking about right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you've never gone into a season thinking, like, ooh, the Rockies got a shot this year. No. I always thought the Diamondbacks did just because I like Paul everybody so was much. waiting for the Diamondbacks to take a jump and they just never did yeah the, the difference between the Patriots and the Dodgers that the Patriots actually win their win championship series, right? um, when's so the yeah. last one for the Dodgers was it 1988 you're asking the wrong person I'm <laughs> ashamed you don't know that answer I think it is 1988 so what's going on in baseball the Yankees are good again yeah it seems like it. the Red I think Sox keep won. winning and they need to keep losing it doesn't matter at this point. I want them to get the first pick. It was 1988. See, of course he wasn't wrong. I want the Red Sox to get the first pick. And right now they're in slot for the third pick. Apparently there's like this really good pitcher out of Vanderbilt that's going to go one or two. Ooh. And we really, I really enjoy that. Um, but yeah, we're not we're not doing that. We keep winning. Yeah, right now you guys are 21-34. You have the 19-36 Rangers. Remember when they started the season well and then they bitched about a Padres guy? Uh, Fernando Tatis pimping the oh, home. Yeah, yeah, hitting, yeah. Not pimping. Not even pimping the home. No, he had a grand they, slam they, on a three zero pitch. Yeah. When they were How dare he? Screw, yeah, what the hell. Man, I don't know that we ever talked about that. Someone go on a quick rant about go that. Go for it. This is pretty much all I have to say. If Chris Woodward, the manager of the Rangers, doesn't think his team can win, take him off the field. He's a loser. He should not be coaching a professional baseball team. Because he clearly thinks a seven-run deficit is not possible to be come back from <laughs> within two innings. It, he's either incompetent, doesn't believe in his team, or just doesn't understand baseball. Because that's a very simple thing to do. I mean, it happens. Seven runs in two innings? Baseball's way too random. For seven runs in two innings happens 12 times a week. Yeah, <laughs> very, like, very what? much so. So I just I don't understand that idea. And Buck Showalter is the one who kind of coined the phrase... I'll stop trying when they stop trying. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Right. It, They're it, both trying to win out there, right. so keep trying to win. And I, obviously this is a fluky year, but in a normal season, what if Fernando Tatis doesn't do that and then finishes 29-96? and 96? He could add a 30-100 season. That's a huge difference for most players. Absolutely. And, like, I know that it's just one home run and just four RBIs and just a couple points on his batting average. But still, why would not? you not want to be the best the season you can be? Two ninety nine because he just decided, yeah. oh, I don't want to hurt this the, pitcher's yeah. feeling. How about you throw a damn pitch that I can't hit a grand slam on? Or don't get the count to three and zero. Oh. Right. <laughs> be a good pitcher, throw some strikes, and don't get to three and zero, oh, and then and you have to worry about you it. You know what Fernando Tatis should have done? He should have hit the grand slam, then walked out and cuddled with the pitcher on the mound and <laughs> let him know it's going to be okay. It's okay. I bet because you the pitcher didn't care that much. No, I, I hope not. <laughs> Otherwise, he doesn't have a chance to do anything in his career because you know what. 
sometimes you throw a bad pitch 3-0 and they hit a grand slam. Don't get the count to 3-0 and Don't get the count to 3-0 with the bases loaded. Throw a damn strike and not one that's grooved down the middle of the plate for him to hit a grand slam on. Throw a curveball. Bounce the pitch. I bet Tatis was swinging at that no matter what. Absolutely. We're going on a rant about this two months after it happened. Yeah, that's true. Uh, baseball. What's going on <laughs> in baseball? Give me an update. Uh, what do you want to know? Just like who's in the playoffs, who's All right, so the, the cusp, teams that are a lot for the playoffs are Tampa, White Sox, Oakland, Minnesota, Yankees, and Indians out of the American League. Okay. Houston, probably a lock to make it unless the Angels catch them. I think they're three games back. I said I think. Angels them. playing a little better, huh? Well, a little bit. Oh, they're. Oh, yeah. Three and a half. Uh, that could get interesting. Houston <laughs> drops a few. I wonder who they play. But there's only like a week left. So. Yeah, that's true. It ends this week or next week? Ah, uh, man. They play Texas, so they'll probably. Oh, there's only five games left. Oh, it ends. It yeah, ends and next, next Sunday, I believe. Wow. At least for the Astros. I'm not sure. I would imagine that's every team. Okay. Um. It's it's been a weird season, man. It's been the Yankees are good again. Yeah, <laughs> you don't say that. With no, much they're confidence. they're good. I I don't know that they were ever bad. I think they were mostly just hurt. Oh, were they? Okay. Um, I mean they were playing very poorly. They were not playing great. I just remember getting a lot of texts saying Yankees suck. Yeah, it wasn't Stanton and Judge that were playing poorly, or Lemayhew and Torres wasn't playing great, but it was Mike Talkman's not doing what he did last year and. Uh, Miguel Anduar isn't hitting the way that we want him to. It wasn't the marquee guys. Right. Um, but everything seems to be all right now. Yeah, I think so. Confidence level going into the playoffs that you yeah. win the World Series. Oh, win the World Series? Skill of 1 to 10, 10, 10 is extremely confident. Like a 4. Oof. But like 5 is, I think we got a shot. That's true. 5 would be a Like 5 shot. is, uh, we Who, got All right, so who's the team to beat? Like I said, Dodgers. I have Dodgers. Dodgers. the best team. In what about the AL? Is it the Rays? Because I know they got the team, they got a team built for a three-game series. Sneaky team, White Sox. White Sox. Yeah, I've heard a lot about the White Sox. They, for what it's worth, have the best run differential in the American League, plus seventy. Oh, damn, good for them. And they've been playing the Central, which on both sides, AL and NL, isn't the worst. I mean, the Pirates are the worst team in baseball, but other than that, Pirates. like I said, the Red Sox need to get the first pick. What's the Dodgers' run differential? <laughs> We have not played 60 games yet. Plus 124. They were just 109. They're going to win. At the beginning of this week. They're going to average two more runs a game than the teams that they face. And the Mookie Betts isn't having a good year, right? You want to just check his stats for me? If yeah, you could real quick? pull him up real I quick. think he's having a down year. He should have never left the Red Sox. Honestly. I mean, he's having such a bad year that they should get rid of him and send him back to the Red Sox. I have a feeling you're probably not going to. Wanna. Yeah, because they're so bad, I feel bad for him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's only hitting three. Oh, he's a he's having a very typical Mookie Betts season. What's that? He's a career three hundred one hitter. He's hitting three hundred one. He has sixteen home runs, thirty nine RBIs, nine stolen bases, and a nine sixty average or OPS. Which all of that feels bad because he has sixteen home runs with five games left in the season, but. At least double it. <laughs> right? Shut up. Anyway, we're done talking baseball. Tripling it. <laughs> Next time we do the podcast, we'll talk playoffs because they'll be starting at least in the playoffs or just starting the playoffs. We'll talk about playoffs next week. Um, Marlins update? They're still fighting, but they lost their last three. Oh, no. 
The one they, thing they couldn't do is go 0 and 7 to end the season, and they've lost three straight since then. Yeah, they are currently sitting at the sixth seed, which is the low. So the way it works, the top three seeds are the winners of their division. Yep. Next three seeds are the two seed in their division. Yeah, and then the wild. And uh, then the yeah, the wild card is the two best teams after that. Gotcha. So, but like, so even though let's see, what's a good example? The Padres are better than. The Cubs and Atlanta, Screw the Cubs. but they're still going to be the four seed, not the two right, seed. Right, because they're the second team in their division. Right. Gotcha. All right, so we'll do more baseball updates next week. Um, basketball talk. We are in the conference finals for each Eastern and Western conference. Miami Heat are up two to one. Um, they were up two nothing. They lost game three, but they also missed 15 three pointers in a row at one point. Yeah. And shot four for 26 in the second half from three. You didn't think the Heat were going to run away with the series, right? No, it's funny because, like, they talked about on Levitar, like, how you think it's going to be a long series, but you expect the Heat to win every game. Right. That was me. I was like, oh, we're going to – it'll be – I said Heat in six originally. And after the first two, I was like, Heat in four? I think I said Heat in three. <laughs> yeah, CJ did say Heat in three at the end of the last podcast. Um, no, the Celtics are a great team. Like, from top to bottom, like, the Heat and the Celtics are a lot alike and the, they can get points from pretty much anybody right. on their team because they're very solid. Um but you're not going to in a in the NBA this kind of NBA you're not going to win miss, missing 15 three pointers in a row especially right. if you're a three point shooting team. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is if anything, I think you could be a little bit more confident after last game because a you're probably not going to do that again. No. And b you were in it with your bad game. Oh my gosh! So far and they were so bad and like <laughs> there was like two minutes left. We were down like 15 and then there was a minute left and we were down five. Yeah. And we I think we lost by. 11 by the time it ended but that that was like the worst game i've seen them play a lot of missed open threes and all we like i said four for 26 from shooting threes in the second half if you go eight for 26 theoretically you win that game right, and eight right. for 26 is not good shooting no i think they were like shot like 25 percent from three which is terrible because yeah, they're like good. the second best three-point shooting team in the nba right so and like i said so they're probably not going to do that again and the first two games of the series the Celtics played really well. Yeah. And, and they still they lost to you guys. I would Close just, games, but they lost. I would just love to see the Heat play a complete game. Because the Celtics are the team that if that, like I think their their best game is better than the Heat's best game. I just think you got to put them away while you got them down 2-1. You got to win this game, right. maybe lose the next game and then win game 6, but you can't let them get back into it because it's a big momentum shift. Um, but at this point we're playing on borrowed time. No one expected us to get this far, except for me, obviously. Right. Um, <laughs> You're expecting them to get one step further. Yeah, yeah, so not on my borrowed time, but, like, the country's borrowed time. Right. And <laughs> they just look good. The rookies are playing great. Role players are playing great. So I'm just – That's the thing. If I'm just happy to else, be here. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, you have to be thrilled about the next five years for the Heat. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. unless they do something really stupid. Which I don't think – the, the team they have now, two undrafted for, for a rookie – oh, one's a rookie. Duncan Robinson's, like, second, third year – two rookies and then we're like Jimmy Butler's great for this team and then we get a monster free agent right I'm not saying that you don't want Giannis but at least after this run you're probably willing to wait a year for him to become a free agent yeah you don't need to like trade any of our pieces right unless you're really can, worried about because with this team we can compete with anybody in the east at least I haven't seen him really like right like I mean maybe I would argue if the NBA goes to Toronto or Boston yeah, then, then that you're changes in some trouble. it absolutely yeah if he goes to one of the other power teams then you're in some trouble but again if that's a trade 
it's not going to be this Boston team or this Toronto right, team with Giannis. Have to give up some assets. Right, it's going to be this Boston team probably without Jalen Brown and a couple other pieces. Right. So we'll see. Um, so big game tonight. Trying to play it cool. I'm also extremely nervous because that's just when your teams. I forgot what it's like to have like, like the Heat because it's been since LeBron was there. Well, I guess a couple years after that, but I didn't expect anything from that. But they're they're two wins away from making the finals, right? Which is a big deal. Yeah, like that's a pretty big deal making the finals, especially for a team that I I was kind of mocking you for saying that they'd be a finals team. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still, like it's a team that even not uh, like I'm not someone who's generally like, oh, that's such a stupid take. Yeah. But if I was making fun of you for it, I must have really thought they didn't have what it takes. I just like I knew they competed well against the Bucks, obviously, and they just played the good teams well. So why not? Right. You know, and the bubble's weird, and the heat heat culture, man. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear what Mike Ryan said? Oh, my goodness. So he tried arguing that nationally the heat are perceived and the heat culture is perceived in a similar way to how the Patriots culture is perceived. Yeah, we, don't, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> I, I, tried. I get it, though, because we made seven Eastern Conference finals yeah. in the past 15 years. How many finals? Three? Four? Four. Well, three now. No, five. Huh? We made four with LeBron and one with D-Wade oh, yeah. in 05. Right, right, right. So we made five finals, won three championships. Okay. And it's not a terrible argument, but it's not a great it's argument. It's not a good argument. <laughs> because the Patriots never had last year for the Heat. Or two right, years yeah, ago, whatever Whenever they were bad, yeah, the Patriots never had that. Um, so, yeah, he, that's game four tonight. And then in the other, on the in the Western Conference, the refs in, in the Lakers are beating the Nuggets. Because <laughs> 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 the refs are just... There, was it the first game? I think they had 24 free throws in the second quarter. Just, I, just, I can't stand it. <laughs> I mean, I, I love LeBron, but I can't stand watching that team just get all the freaking foul calls. And like, I feel I just want to give Jokic a hug every time he fouls someone because it's it, like, dude, it's not your fault. It too. was bad when he was on Cleveland. Yeah, that was now Cleveland, he's in LA. With Anthony Davis. Right. Like, the league was, uh, other than LeBron, the league doesn't want Cleveland to win. No. But now, and it's the a Lakers, team that they want to do well uh, and LeBron. I want the Nuggets to win so bad. <laughs> so bad. Not just because I picked them to make the finals. Right. Because I just, I, I've, I've also fallen in love with that team because I picked them for the finals. All year I've been rooting for them. I just want them to beat the Lakers so bad. It's just like a giant middle finger to the league. It's like, F you, here's the Nuggets. You know what's so funny to me, just to go back real quick, about sports fans? Because I was thinking about how we just kind of all accept that there are some teams that get the calls, like the Patriots and the Cowboys get the calls. It's just the way it is. But then I was thinking, those fans don't seem to think they do. Oh, no, not at all. It's all the outside fans. We're all just so delusional in our own (laughs) fandom that we think everybody's out to get us. Yep. Even when they're helping us. Yeah, because, like, in one sport, you can be like, oh, my gosh, we don't get any of the calls. But then, like, say you're a Lakers fan, but, like, you hate the Cowboys or the Patriots. So they get all the calls. Right. Like, do a little self-reflecting. You'll see you also get all the calls. <laughs> like, I'll admit, the Packers get a lot of calls. Yeah. Because, like, that's a big joke in the NFC North is that the Packers get all the calls. And there's a lot of times, like, that's, you know, it's a good call by the ref. And then, like, I'll go and – all the other fans are freaking out. I was like, all right, that's well, well deserved. And also, we certainly are willing to justify bad calls when they help our 100%. team. Hundred percent. Like, <laughs> if you are a fan, great of call, sports, ref. Great call. Right. Like, you 
will see a pass interference call where if it were to be the other way around, you would be irate. But when it so when true. it happens for you, it's like, oh, he kind of grabbed he, at his arm He murdered it. He murdered him on the field. Yeah. <laughs> the ref should have made that call. It was yeah. a perfect call. So, yeah, the Nuggets pretty much lit up the Lakers last night. Lakers made a push at the end of the game, but that's what happens in the NBA runs, the game of runs. Um, the heartbreaking game, too. The Nuggets were up two. They had that game in in the bag, and then Anthony Davis just broke everybody's heart. Well, not everybody's. Mostly just Nuggets fans. <laughs> yeah, broke my heart a little. I pointed him out before the before the play because my parents are watching. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I said, watch this guy right here, and I pointed at Anthony Davis. Oh, no. I just didn't expect a game-winning three. Mason Plumlee forgot to play defense, and I know it looked contested, that three-pointer, but he had all the time in the world to set up his yeah. shot. We got to go back to what we talked about last week, too, though. That's still not a good shot. I don't know. I thought he was. He shot. He got off. They were tied, right? They were down two. Oh, they were down. Yeah, two. they were down two. Oh, yeah, they were. Never they kind of had to. Well, they didn't have to take a three necessarily, but like they you double teamed LeBron. To, I thought they were tied. I was gonna no, say I would two. try to get a ball. No, that's why I hurt even more because if you missed that, the Nuggets would have won. Right. So the Nuggets technically Man, should be up two to one. That's the thing, though. So like, as much as I think a lot of it is just that we all thought the Lakers were better, so a lot of people are still dismissing Denver. But, like, I look at what's going on in the Heat-Celtics series, and I was somebody who was pretty confident in the Celtics. Yeah. I still think they'd probably end up winning the series. Oof. Sorry. No, that's fine. But that's fine. <laughs> I'm a lot more even about it now. Yeah. And in terms of the Lakers-Nuggets, I'm like, eh, I still think the Lakers are a good deal better. And on paper, they definitely are still a good deal better. But the Nuggets are a shot being a few inches off away from being up 2-1 in this two series. Up 2-1, yeah. And if that's the case, I feel like we're all changing our thought there. We might still think the Lakers win it, but well, we're like, not thinking that the Nuggets don't have a chance. And when he's saying we, he means most of the people. Because I, for one, think the Nuggets are still going to win that series. Yeah. So screw the Lakers. Right. Um, <laughs> no, the first game, I think, was a hangover from the Clippers game. They got blown out. Second game, they should have won. And then the third game, they kind of blew the Lakers out, per se. But yes. we'll see what happens. Um, there was a five-minute spurt last night where Rondo played the best defense of anything anyone I've ever seen. Yeah. He had like six steals in a row, I swear. In the Lakers. <laughs> Playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo, man. He shows up and just does weird things that we're like, but damn, this guy was a good basketball player. So, game four. Real quick, tonight. prediction for tonight. Heater going to win this game. Bye. I'm going to say nine. Wow. Comfortable so win. They're most comfortable so far. Yeah, they haven't had a comfortable win yet. <laughs> I think it's going to be, I think the Heater going to start hot. Maybe the Celtics cut up later, but the Heater going to finish strong. I'd say they win by nine. It's right. going to be a good, solid game from the Heat. First one we've seen in a while because they keep coming from behind. I feel like they're going to start off hot, then maybe battle back and forth, and then pull away at the end. Good luck. I'll be rooting for you. Thank you. Um, and then we don't. Have, we can also get into the conspiracy theory that they gave them an off day for Monday Night Football, per se. But we all just know, that the, like, so the Heat don't sweep the Celtics and then wait for the Lakers and get right. rest. They just want the Lakers, you because know. Because LeBron probably said, hey, Lee, do you mind Yeah, can you make sure they catch off? up to us? Anyway. Uh, football time. Yeah, on the football. Talk about good teams that are playing football. We can talk about my Green Bay Packers. Started off down 10 nothing, I think. And I was like, whoa, what's going on with the Packers here? Don't worry, they won 42-21. to Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Rodgers, this is a weird thing to say for him. He looks like he's on another level. <laughs> Dude, he's incredible right now. Aaron Jones had over 200. I think he set a record for scrimmage yards, 236 yeah. scrimmage yards. Incredible. Um, it's the Lions. 
you know, but like but I, I thought it'd be people a thought the Lions would be yeah. a better team this year. Yeah, some some of us had them at twelve and four, not in this room per se, but uh, I'm just saying. Um, certain people named Bub. See, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the Packers look dominant again. Uh, the Giants looked sewage fest against the Bears. Yeah, I mean we're a bad team, but when we play other bad teams, we don't make them look that much better. Right. So take that as a win. <laughs> um, we ev- didn't make the Bears look like the Packers, so I'll take it as hey, a win. Hey, that's all you can ask for. <laughs> uh, everybody died in the NFL this week. Yeah, especially at MetLife. Uh, Saquon tore his ACL. That's terrible. Uh, was it Joey Bosa? Uh, tore his ACL. Nick. Nick Bosa tore his ACL. Whichever Chris- one's on the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, the Christian McCaffrey's out for four to six. He's on IR now. Devontae Adams got hurt. I could go on and Sterling on. Shepard, another giant that went down. It's just, it was, an abs- dude, the, it was nuts. Yeah. Everyone seemed to get hurt this week. Do you, are we, at this point, blaming no preseason? I, I don't know. Can you blame tearing your ACL? I just feel like it's just ACL tears. That's the thing. Like, some are probably just fluke injuries. And, like, I kind of, I think I said it to you guys. I don't, it's not like NFL players just stop conditioning in the offseason. No, they're, like, they were been practicing since normal time. They just didn't have any preseason games. And it's not, like, weird, like, content. It's, like, ACL tears and, like, weird injuries and hamstrings. Like, apparently the 49ers are complaining about the turf yeah. at MetLife. And they have so, to play again there this week. Yeah, but, and on to that same note, the Giants and Steelers game was there, and there wasn't any real issues no, I mean, I don't I'm know. sure Unless a few people got hurt but, but yeah. no one complained about the turf or anything it was just a weird week man it's awful to see um, knock on wood my fantasy teams haven't been too affected by it I know yeah. we don't really care much about talking about fantasy teams but everyone else's teams are decimated and <laughs> I'm pretty okay right now but I knocked on wood so no jinx there um, last week CJ went 4-1 and one. yeah thank you everybody thank you um, let's see he picked the Bengals Bengals, Bengals lost by five. The spread in that game was six. Screw you. Uh, both picked the Packers. You picked the Giants. Screw you. Like, why would you pick the Giants? Because uh, the Bears are not good either. Yeah, we both uh, picked the Seahawks. We were one yard away from both of us losing that game. Cam Newton, good quarterback. We, I found myself rooting for the Patriots. I think it was like, I was watching the basketball game. I didn't watch that uh, game. Well, I was watching went to bed early. with Chris Honorado on News Channel 13. Shout out. Uh <laughs> And he's also a Packers fan. And I said to him, I was like, well, who are you rooting for here? And he's not an adamant Patriots hater, but neither are you. Yeah. And he was like, well, I'm rooting for the Patriots, but that's more because of a, if, like, we might be fighting for the one seed with the Seahawks. And don't forget, the one seed this year means so much more. I hate the Seahawks, man. But, yeah, as someone who, I I never hated the Patriots, but I certainly didn't like the Patriots. No, I didn't. I like them better with Cam, honestly. I was rooting for them. Yeah. Like, I wanted them to score that touchdown. Yeah, I like Cam as a quarterback. I Maybe mean, just because, like, Brady's won enough, and I, I don't know. Cam's my fantasy quarterback. Anyway, but this, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like no, the Patriots much better. I've always respected Belichick. I just, I don't know. I, I it's don't, just their fans are annoying. Why and do we hate good people? Like, why is everybody that's good at their whatever it is it's, that they do me, in life? Like, I pick random things. Like, the Warriors, I, I didn't hate the Warriors at all. Yeah, I love the Warriors teams. Keep winning, Warriors. But, like... With the Patriots, and maybe just because like I know more Patriots fans, so right. it's just like, ugh, yeah, so. we also live in the Northeast. Yeah, so. so when Northeast teams succeed, we hear a lot more of it. Right. West Coast teams is like, yeah, yeah, we just have to deal with the media, not all of the people 
our, all of our friends. Right, and like especially for New York, uh, obviously you're not a fan of any New York team, but in New York in specifically, case. we're very much let's worry about us being bad. Yeah. Like I don't care that the Patriots are good when the Giants are bad. Right. Because the Giants are bad. The Giants. That's are my bad. main concern. Right. right? <laughs> That's fair. Worry about your own teams. <laughs> um, Saints at Raiders. I thought all in, the entire time I was watching that game, I was like, oh, my crazy pick of the week was that the Raiders would beat the Saints by 10. The Raiders did beat the Saints by 10. I thought I had a crazy pick in the bag. It was I picked the wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> but I did pick the Raiders to win that. Or I picked the Raiders in the six points. Um, crazy picks of the week. CJ said the Pats would be shut out. They scored 30 points. They scored a touchdown on, like, the <laughs> second play of the game. <laughs> a pick six. Um, I said the Panthers would beat the Bucks by 10. They lost 31-17. So, again, not, but that's why they're crazy picks. Right. You know? they're not, we're not expected to win them. Can um, we just talk about that Raiders game real quick? What happened with the Saints? Are they not good anymore? Nothing happened with the Saints. Alvin Kamara is great. He's on my fantasy team. So Dude, that was so good. <laughs> so, I, I know that we no both, one cares we about We both did this, So I, Did I tell you exactly how it went down for no, me? No, but so I will tell you after you're done telling me. <laughs> the last drive of the game, the Saints got the ball back down 10. Yes. I needed one point maybe like 1.4 points from yeah, Kamara. Yeah. First play, they dump it off to him, so I get one point for the catch, yep. and then he fights for like six yards. Yep. So I'm like, okay, I'm up. Yeah. Next play goes to Jared Cook for like eight yards. Yep. The guy I'm playing has Jared Cook. So I'm back down <laughs> by like half a point. Jeez. The last play of the game is a dump off to Kamara. Like 10 yards, too. And I won the matchup. I, I've never been more nervous. <laughs> I was watching with my girlfriend, and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. You don't understand. <laughs> so it's not a big deal. And I, it was just, oh, my goodness. It was it was a rush, man. I, I might have accidentally done heroin. That might have been what it was. Because what I don't rush. <laughs> I, I can't think of anything else that would equate to that feeling. <laughs> no, I, I went through the same thing. Um, I was down nine. And he had the Saints defense, and this was later in the game. He, he had the Saints defense and Emmanuel Sanders. Because he put Emmanuel Sanders thinking that he'd get more catches. Obviously, I did too. That's a good – but he had Deontay Johnson on the bench who went off. Ooh. So I'm down – I'm down – I don't know. I was down nine, and I passed out on the couch. <laughs> and I woke up to a bunch of texts from my commissioner saying, holy crap, holy crap. I look. I'm up by like a point and a half. <laughs> and I'm like, what? This is insane. Or maybe it was like, it wasn't even a point and a half. It was less than that maybe, like point yeah. eight points or something stupid. Kamaro gets that first play. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Now I'm up by like 1.8. And I know Kamara had a fumble earlier in the game. And they hadn't taken any points off of that because in our league. Did he have a fumble? He, he had a fumble, but he got it back. Oh, okay. And in our league, you lose, I think, 1.25 point points for that or Ooh. something like that. So I knew I needed to get an additional 1.25 points to win. And a tiebreaker goes to the bench, and his bench crushed it. Mine didn't. Um, so Kamara gets down. I'm up by like two and a half points. Yeah. Next play, an 18-yard pass to a man. Or then the Jared Cook. Right. And then there was an Emmanuel Sanders 18-yard catch. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? So then it's tied. I think the Emmanuel Sanders catch was first because then it was tied. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way. And I knew he was going to win the tiebreaker. And then there was the two dump downs to Kamara. I won by, like, four points. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding? The Saints defense got him two points. And Emmanuel Sanders got him, like, 1.8 or yeah, 2.3 <laughs> or something. And Kamara got me, like, 35. I was like, this is just incredible. So, yeah, I won. I was, like, super happy. I was not expecting to win, so I won. Fantasy football is fun. No, it's great. When you win. 
FFF. If we both if we both lost those games, we would have been pissed. Oh uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't have been here this week. <laughs> exactly. I would have taken the week off. Um so this week we have Dolphins at Jaguars, a Thursday night game. Do Jaguars. Do have, have that? It's a Thursday night game. We gotta do what we gotta do. No, I don't. I didn't mean you and I. I meant the NFL. Oh, the NFL. They have to air that game. Jaguars are favored by three. I'm going to take the Jags in this game. They've looked better than the Dolphins. Uh, I'm gonna take the Dolphins because I actually don't agree that they've looked better. Fins up. Yeah, I think the Dolphins have looked pretty good. I mean. And when I say they look better, they've won a game in the Dolphins. <laughs> right. I mean, they, and they beat the Colts, who are a, a legit team. So yep. I don't think that you're wrong. I just I, I like the Dolphins. Fair enough. 49ers at Giants. 49ers, four-point favorites. And their whole team's dead. So who do you got? <laughs> yeah, even without a quarterback, even the 49ers. Yeah, I'm also going to take the 49ers. Giants are going to score more than seven points against them because we don't have our best player. They're not going to or they are? They're not going okay. to. Okay. Um, We're going to score 30 now. Odd pick or odd game of the week because this is what we normally pick. Rams at Bills. I went with the Bills because they're a New York team, and this is also just a great game. Two two and O teams going at it. Bills are a two point favorite at home. I'm going to take the Rams in this game. Yeah. I really like the Rams this year. They've looked great in their first two games, and I think the Rams are on a bounce back here. I'm going to go with the Bills, even though I don't love them, and I'm waiting for Josh Allen's <laughs> drop off because I don't think he's a good quarterback. Fair enough. And. Uh, you know, I was getting into it with Bub earlier in our group text about this. Can people stop looking at two games? And just because they're the first two games no, of the it's season also the doesn't first make time them he's any ever done it, more though. special. Like, he had never thrown for over 300 yards. Right. And now he's done it twice, so everyone's like, oh. I mean, I'm, I'm always root for the Bills, so get aboard the Josh and Allen also, train. But I get where you're coming from. I would also make the argument that the fact that only three other quarterbacks have done what he's done through two weeks just shows you even more that it's probably a fluke. Yeah. Because, like, Mahomes has only done it once. Brady only did it once. Manning only did it once. Those are guys that are good enough to do that more yeah, than it's, once. It's an odd pick stat. Anyway, <laughs> um, Sunday night game, game of the week, in my personal opinion. Packers at Saints. Saints are a three-point favorite. Yeah, which I'm, I'm going Packers. Yeah, give me the Packers and the points there. Last week because they look good and the Saints have them. Yeah. Basically is what it comes down to. All right, like after last week, I don't know how the Saints are favorite. Even though they're at home, that's yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, there's really just no. have Kamara go off again and the Packers win. I'm happy. Um, and I then, can't remember. If we sorry, I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or off the podcast. But I think I talked to you last week about what they're doing for a point spread for a home field advantage. Is now. it two now? It, that's kind of what My dad they're and I were saying. Yeah, about it. Uh, Chris Honorado again. He has a podcast where they had someone from DraftKings on. He said they're pretty much doing two points. Yeah, that makes sense. So. Saints are favored by one in that game, technically. Why? Yeah. They didn't look great against the Raiders, or the Bucks per se. And yeah. they did probably want to have Thomas, even if they do. I don't know. But I also wouldn't be surprised if the Packers lost. Right. Because <laughs> that's yeah, it's still the Saints. Because right? at the end of the day, football. Right. Um, and then the Monday night game of the, all the Monday game night games. <laughs> What's it, what'd you say? The game of the week. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the game of the week, Chiefs at Ravens on Monday night. Give me the Ravens, and they are favored by three and a half points. I think the Ravens probably win it, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Because TJ's a good guy, and he's just going to pick different, because that's how you make good podcasts. Well, no, I, I certainly think the Chiefs could lose by three. Like a last-second field goal wouldn't surprise me at all. That's true, and you got that half point. You yeah. son of a gun. Uh, crazy pick of the week. Crap. 
Sorry, I haven't thought about I it yet. Th- I've been, like, looking at things, random things. Like, yeah, what do I think? I'm going to say now? Daniel Jones throws for four touchdowns Ooh. against the 49ers. Wow, okay. Is that crazy enough for you? Yeah, because I don't know who's going to catch any of them. Oh, we still have Golden Tate. And do we have Golden Tate playing? I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> I'm going to say four passing TDs because he can run. Like, I say, I think he could get four total TDs. Can I just say I'm Kirk saying. Cousins doesn't throw an interception? <laughs> is that crazy <laughs> I think that is not crazy enough. I don't know, man. I think it's pretty Because <laughs> remember, this is the week he could be really good and be like, oh, he is a good I was going to say, I'm actually going to go to the other side. Kirk Cousins, five touchdown passes. <laughs> Damn, all right. Kirk. Because he's been someone throughout his career that he does this where he puts up just a horrible performance and then the next week shuts everybody up, but he, everybody's still right about him just being mediocre. That was best. my favorite part about week one. Everyone's like, what's going on with the Vikings? I'm like, Kirk Cousins, this is good. Right, Kirk Cousins is what's wrong with the Vikings. Yes. And they're What's even happening? And Aaron Rodgers is also very good. He was RG3's backup. Kirk Cousins was never supposed to be a good quarterback. Nope. But he won a few games in Washington. He won important games. And now he got, he's the highest paid player in football. Yep. Um, Like, two guys. And people say we overpaid Rodgers. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, at also, least, at least you overpaid the right guy. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. And uh, for the second straight week, Tim Boyle played for the Packers. So just in case you want to know how that first round draft pick went, Jordan Love yet to touch the field. Tim Boyle has touched the field twice. Well, <laughs> anyway. So, but, I mean. Get him out there. I would just say it. That's the best draft pick in Packers history. It put Rodgers on another level. He said he's, he's very happy right now. He, I feel like Aaron Rodgers, last season, he realized everyone thinks Mahomes, everyone thinks Lamar, Jordan loves here now. <laughs> I'm still the best. God, we're going to go 16-0 and win the Super Bowl. Yes! 